Brown from R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Shang Shan Zhou Shui begins the eighth section of Tao Te Ching, which continues, best to be like water, which benefits the 10,000 things and does not contend. It pools where humans disdain to dwell, close to the Tao. Traditionally attributed to a figure known as Lao Tzu, or the Old Master, living in the 4th or 3rd century BCE, the Tao Te Ching can be at one and the same time both a soothing and a challenging text. Soothing because of its all-encompassing nature, and challenging because of its riddle-like structure. Thought to be a contemporary of Confucius, who purportedly once visited Lao Tzu and questioned him concerning matters of ritual, Lao Tzu, according to legend, would eventually leave the Chao capital and journey to the Hanku Pass, far west of Luoyang, and there write a work of 81 sections in two parts, expounding the meaning of Tao and Dei in some 5,000 characters, and then disappearing off into the unknown. Today, on this 292nd day of 2015, we in the West often have mixed opinions about things Chinese. Much of our 21st century view of Chinese culture is couched in materialism, of the things the Chinese are making that we are buying. Of course, the 10,000 things Lao Tzu mentions in the Tao, although sprung from a different era, are no less connected to the thousands upon thousands of items China is manufacturing for the world today. Much of our 20, <clears throat> as many a scholar of the Tao has pointed out, 10,000 is simply a metaphor for a big number. Entomologists will tell us that of the 16,000 species of ants that inhabit the earth at any given time, the collective population would be something like 200 trillion. And if that population were gathered in one place, its mass would be equal to that of Earth's 7 billion humans. Certainly a wow factor in that, one which birthday boy Chuck Berry, who turned 89 yesterday, surely must have had a suitably accompanying song for. In 1971, at a small tavern known as the Skunk Creek Inn in Boulder, Colorado, a new friend of mine who had recently arrived from San Francisco helped me mix sound for Chuck Berry for a one-night performance. But that's a story for a later date. Today is also the 248th anniversary of the completion of the Mason-Dixon Line, the boundary between colonial Pennsylvania and Maryland, set when astronomers Charles Mason and Jeremiah Dixon completed their survey. Less than a century later, that boundary would become an indelible symbol of the divisiveness the United States of America was capable of. But such is the business of the 10,000 things Lao Tzu mentioned so many centuries ago. Those items in our experience between where we have been and where we might yet arrive. Not dissimilar from what we had for a winter in Maine last year and what we might see in the next few months. Perhaps we're getting a little hint of that these past few days. For Morono, Maine, have a great day.